This is Jack Bing from the Nerd Gazette. I got Josh and Phil here. Boys, you're talking about their one-year episode. Boys, that episode's about to air. Tell me how you feel. Uh, why is everybody wearing pants? I will do anything, but I won't kiss on the mouth. You didn't say that last night. Shut the fuck up, bitch! Well, thanks, boys. That gave me nothing. Why don't you go get your drunken asses in the studio now? Yeah, that's a good idea. I, I need some more booze. This is Josh. This is Phil. This is Doug. And this is Monique, and you're listening to Nowhere, California. Where we've just ended our 20th episode. Woo! One more and we can drink legally. And five more you can rent a car, but I wouldn't drink and drive at the of same time. Of course not. Nah. Especially um, if it's a Pinto. That's <laughs> sweet. Guys, mm-hmm. don't you have something else to be celebrating? Oh, yeah. Uh, what? You don't remember what happened a year ago? One. Um, we're, we're not really supposed to be talking about that in front of a live microphone. Wait, 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 what are you... T- hey! You said the blinking red light that the camera was off! Well, they saw the scrapbook. <laughs> what? <laughs> I destroyed the tape, but scrapbooking's forever. I feel so dirty. You should see the scrapbook. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God! Oh, oh, no, oh! Oh, we've been podcasting for a year. Yeah, of course that's what they meant. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, podcasting for a year. Yeah, let's turn over and record this so I can go back to lifting weights. Uh, editing note, uh, edit out that first shit. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I digress, uh, edit point here. Uh, yeah, we've been doing this for a year. Yeah, yeah. Podcasting for a year. Yay! Yay! But enough of that. Um, yeah. I guess the right thing to do right, right now would be the sentimental crap, mm-hmm. and it'd be, first off, thanking the listeners for sticking <laughs> with us for 20 episodes in a fucking full year. Yes. Yeah. And it's we, been a long year. <laughs> we got two early listeners right here. How, how would you guys estimate the year? I don't know. I never got past episode one. Oh, <laughs> great. I know. I, I'm kidding. That's funny. I never got past episode one either. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, it, it's great. I have all of your podcasts. I've listened to all of them and just wanted to say that I'm really proud of you guys for, for sticking with it and doing what you do. Yeah, like, you so I, much. I like it because I get to listen to myself swear. It's <laughs> fun. <laughs> it's always fun. Say dirty jokes. Say balls again, Doug. Balls. Yay. <laughs> I guess for me, the, like a couple people I would have to definitely throw out and Phil would probably have to agree mm-hmm. with this with the thanks is definitely we'd have to thank Marshall Johnson yes. for giving us the fucking Nowhere California theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, the band smokes, Smoke Fills the Air for giving us our <laughs> intro music for several episodes that we've had in the past. And then, of course, uh, Bianca for giving us our logo, those great photos at the beginning. Um, like we said before... Two great sets of photos, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, like we said before, the listeners have followed us, liked us. And then, two, we definitely would have to point out um, Mike and Nick, which, oddly enough, We've inspired them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to enough. start their own Did podcast. Make suicide or no, no, no. We don't. We, we don't want to make mention those names on air. No, they joined the pod side. Ah, yes. yeah. yeah, they joined the pod side with the Man Show, which you can find them on uh, Facebook. We'll give you a link on our Facebook page to hit them up. Knowing pretty much everybody that listens to us always listens to them. Yeah, yeah sorry. sorry. Um, <laughs> And uh, I guess to finish out mine, a uh, couple of things to people that probably would never listen to this in a million years, but I got to throw it out there because if it wasn't for them inspiring me to even think about doing the podcast, 
we wouldn't be fucking here after 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say Chris for Titus, for his, his freaking demented humor and everything, and mm-hmm. his own podcast, uh, the website JoeBlow.com for making movie news and movie discussions mm-hmm. just tolerable where you don't have to hear who's fucking who and who's wearing who and... <clears throat> Nothing about fucking wearing, wearing who. You are fucking wearing who, yeah. And then, of course, the the smod father himself, uh, Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. for putting podcasting where it is. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to um, add? Uh, George Carlin and Robin Williams, two great talents that were never afraid to speak their minds. Yeah, and I guess since we already inspired one, two people, if there's anybody out there that still listens to us and even has that inkling of an idea to like step behind the microphone, trust me. The people that know me personally, like Phil and Doug and Monique, would probably never thought in a million years I would do this bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Even think of having the idea of doing it. And 20 episodes later, one year later, we're fucking doing this. That's awesome. (laughs) And we have merchandise. Yep. Yep. We got stickers. We got stickers. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want them and you basically know who we are or drop us a line, we'll make sure you get some. We'll give you stickers. Stickers and fruit punch. Yes. Fruit punch. I would like to thank somebody. Okay. I would like to thank you guys for giving me an opportunity to come on the show and sort of put my humor and my spin on the show and the discussions that we've had. And it's great to be able to do this with you guys as often as I can get in. So, and also I'd like to thank Benjamin Franklin. Oh. Yep. For discovering electricity, because without electricity, we wouldn't be able to do this. You're right. You're and right. So the little-known fact that Benjamin Franklin was a zombie killer. Yes. Yes. Zombie killer. Not so many people know that. Yeah. yeah. I want to thank you guys for letting me be the first girl on the show, and so far the <clears> only <throat> girl. But I'm sure you guys will have. Well, it's actually an honor to have both of you. Thank you. You guys are wonderful, and you know you just you just you just bring so much to the podcast. We can't thank you enough. So enough of that mutual love fest. Let's get on to the crawls. I got a bit for your guys' one-year episode I came up with. What's that? Please no more sentimental crap, though. No, 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 no. This is way beyond sentimental. Um, it's a little game. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know you like games. I love games! Woo! This is how well do you know your co-host? <laughs> I said no sentimental crap. It's not <laughs> sentimental. Okay, I guess I better wait for the questions. Should be interesting. Okay. Sure. So, we'll start with an easy one. Okay. With an easy one. <clears throat> Favorite movie? Oh, uh, geez. Uh, his, used to, his used to be The Crow... Uh, but I th- uh, but you changed that recently. It's uh, the Great Dictator. Actually, call back to a previous episode. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I was on. Yeah. Yeah. No excuse for me not to know that. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'd be pretty you, pissed if you didn't know. Yeah, exactly. So, what about mine, sir? Uh, crap. Are you fucking serious? Really, dude? I'm not even a co-host, and I know this. It's a bad time to have brain for shit. Dude, um, what the fuck am I eating? Ghostbusters, sorry. Ghostbusters. Yes. I, I'm sitting here with steak up marshmallows. I need to see it. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. You're eating Ghostbusters? No, I'm eating <laughs> Ghostbuster brands. You're eating marshmallows. No, no, I have to look later. Yeah. Okay. So, so do, you guys re- do you remember when you guys met? <sighs> Gee, uh, was it around 1995, I believe, Matt introduced us in uh, middle school? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, also to... I guess this is not really questions, just both of us to answer this one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, it was when I used to throw change at my teacher. <laughs> you threw change at your teacher. 
Well, it, it was during my sixth grade year at Rancher Middle School. I was going through a lot of personal shit at the time, and she was a bitch, and I uh, threw money at her. It was throwing it into the teacher's lounge, hoping it. So, what were you trying to do? Nickel and dime her dash? Okay, so. I no. just said that. Favorite pizza topping? Uh, sausage. <laughs> hey, you know, get your money out of the fucking gutter. A lot of people like hot Italian sausage. Yeah. <laughs> See? I love it. Ah, <laughs> uh, tawdry. Uh, and uh, do you I want to take a guess at what mine is? Uh, green peppers. No. No. Okay. Not uh, a <laughs> pepperoni. Pepperoni and sausage. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> See sausage. Sausage is involved. Long phallic-looking things. Yes, with pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I guess you don't need to know every. Wait a minute. Are we in a fucking really good game? Okay, dude, if we lose, I'm not fucking you tonight. Fuck that. If we win, I'm not fucking you tonight. Speaking of which, favorite sexual position. Oh, God, I knew somebody was going to go there. Fuck. All right. Uh, I told you it wasn't sentimental. Oh, no, no, far from it. Okay, uh, it's missionary. Boring. It's Sorry. the only one I know. You want to get off my ass? No, oh, actually, he's right on that one. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck he got that one right, but... Um, <laughs> My guess for him would be the rings of Uranus. What the hell is that? It's sort of like a rusty trombone with a dirty Sanchez, but you have to flip your partner, and there's more of a reach around, right? More of a reach around? There's more of a reach around, right. and then you have to be upside down while doing it. So, yeah, like that. You know, and I thought people were really weird when they had, uh, you know, websites where people, yes, I'm walking through corn, right? Oh, fuck so, that. I thought um, we were fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's a reason I only know missionary. Okay, next one, please. Where you lost your virginity? Uh, I believe with him. Uh, it was in a bathroom with uh, Matt White. You're videotaping. <laughs> no. Well, I can't say it was right or wrong because there's no proof. Oh, yeah. Take, take the easy way out. I don't care. Uh, for him, the wave pool at Raging Waters on Senior's Day. <laughs> no! Fucker. Next one, Doug. Oh, fine, you guys don't want to answer correctly. Whatever. Okay, <laughs> so, name the sheep that you lost your virginity to. Ha! I know this one. Her name was Naomi, and it was at the end of a cliff, so she pushed back. Correction. The sheep's name was Simon, with an I. <laughs> I like Simon. Was that the trip you took to the Grand Canyon? No wonder you wouldn't show us photos from that trip. Those are private photos. Like I said, scrapbooking's forever. You should have seen the witness. Bottom you! Bottom you! Okay, I guess for Phil, it, it, his, um, the sheep had no name, and it was hanging up in the front window at Ivan's uh, butcher shop. Oh, my God, you guys stuck a necrophilia joke in there. Dude, that was like a bestiality necrophilia joke. Are you kidding me? So it's like Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> you hit a hat trick of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this is the last one. Okay. Now this one, you really have to have a knowledge of your co-host for this one. All right. So this is like the taker of it. Okay. Number of strokes it takes to come while masturbating. <sighs> I believe Josh is a minute man. 20 minutes. <laughs> one stroke a minute. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't want to over, don't want to, you know, hurt that arm. Stretch, cha-cha-cha. Stretch, cha-cha-cha. Hey, it's my hand, it's my love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go lefty tonight. Stranger <laughs> in the bathtub. 
For no, you have to sit on your hands and make it numb for the stranger. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, for Phil, I'm going to say 15 minutes, 15 strokes. Unless he's watching G.I. Joe, then he likes to time it to where they go. And no one's out to battle, and he likes to come at G.I. Joe! Oh, how much Phil loves his freaking cartoons. <laughs> I feel like you're going to say big muscular man with guns. No. <laughs> I just love my real American hero. Well, so, this being our uh, one year, we tried to figure out what is a good thing to, uh, to talk about. And so, that's fucking hard. Yeah, it is, it is. We so, covered a lot of subjects. But we decided to put one more up the ass of Hollywood because, well, we just love doing that. Um, so, uh, we decided to uh, come up with, uh, well, you know, rules are basic. So, like, if we had the power, if we were running Hollywood... Um, this is what would go down. Basically, if the people at charge in Hollywood were wiped out by a weird virus or locked away somewhere. Or the Holocaust again. Mm-hmm. If you went Holocaust, I did not. He <laughs> <laughs> went down. Uh, me, I got four rules I would love for them to follow, for, uh, that I would love Hollywood to follow. Rule number one, stop casting assembly line actors. You know what these guys are, right? They're the men and women that get cast in leading roles and they look just the same. They just look like generic, generic douches. Like Jesse yeah. Eisenberg and Michael Sarah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the Twilight people. Oh. You know, people that just don't look like, oh, I, I, I have better things to do than make movies. Can I, uh, can I make a point real quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. Did you guys hear that Kristen Stewart cheated on Robert Pattinson? Yes, I did! Uh, flying thought. I Thank think, you. I think it's amazing. I think it, here's why I think it's funny. Go ahead. They made out in a car mm-hmm. in public while paparazzi were around. Mm-hmm. How fucking stupid do you have to be? <laughs> and then I'm, like, and then I'm, like, I'm like, no, no, I'm like, you got in a car? What are we, like, in high school? Yeah. She's 40, 41 years old. She's 22. I'm sure you guys have trailers on the set. Okay, okay, the only thing you can take from something like that is the fact that, that maybe they weren't trying to hide it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but she has to come over publicly, and she goes, I have to publicly uh, apologize to my sweetheart. The, the main thing that, that makes me not give a flying fuck about this, have you seen the fucking reaction videos of the freaking Twihards? No. no. Oh, my God. I don't give that much of a shit. I don't give that much of a shit. I just thought it was fun. Well, the whole thing is, I, I'm on Joe Blow's Movie Fan Central website, uh-huh. and the people that are on that, too, they post those just basically as funny shit. Mm-hmm. To me, it just shows how psychotic people are. Oh, jeez. There's girls crying. Like, oh, what did you do this? Freaks. <laughs> like, two seconds of air. Like, who gives a fuck? If you want to go after Robert, you have to go through me. <laughs> and that's really hard, because I'm tangible. <laughs> and I need my inhaler. Twilight fans make Star Wars... Star Wars fans look normal. I know. Absolutely. Okay, so what were you saying about oh, oh, with your generic actors? Oh yeah, just stop. You know, stop casting those kind of people like Catherine Stewart that just don't look like they're into it. I mean, I don't know. Stewart. Yeah, Kristen Stewart. Or Catherine Heigl. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's a weird. That's a weird like amoeba. Catherine Heigl and Kristen Stewart can we create Catherine Stewart. Oh wait, wait. Oh, oh that's that's a two dragon. That's just an amalgamation of I'm gonna fucking fall asleep during that movie. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'll just call her K-Stew. I'm sorry, I'll move on. But stop hiring these fucking people. And rule number two, <laughs> hire people that know how to act. Really, I mean, hire some people 
you know, that want to be there, that enjoy their craft, that take it seriously. Maybe not too seriously, like Christian Bale. But, um, <laughs> you know, what the fuck, man? The fuck with my life? What the fuck? No. Uh, people that just, you know, that know what they're doing, okay? So yeah. no Kim Kardashian? In no, no Kardashians. None of that. Watch it. Ooh. None of those Jersey Shore douchebags. You know, none well, of these. You're hitting on my territory. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Stop hiring these pretty people. You know, and get some real artists. Um, the problem with that is, is real artists don't look pretty enough to put on film. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> this, is a, this is something that I've thought. Yeah, explain Snooki and Three Stooges, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> explain to me Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill. This is and, something that I've thought, and, and to kind of prove your point. Go ahead. I love Bill Murray. I love Bill Murray. I yeah. think he's great, and, mm -hmm. and I, I just recently watched Lost in Translation, and to see him play like the leading man or like mm -hmm. like the, the sexy, you know, uh, ambiance of him, it's really odd because, in all honesty, he's not all that attractive. Right. But he's an amazing actor, and yeah, he right. makes you fall in love with him. Yeah, it's the know? character. And then, mm -hmm. and then he becomes attractive. Mm -hmm. So instead of just going for cookie cutter, you know, printouts of people who mm -hmm. all look the same, get people who can actually make the audience fall in love with them. Thank you. That You see, that, that that's the kind of thing I'm talking about, yeah. you know, just people that can actually sell the character. Exactly. And, you know, you can make, you know, fall in love with the person that they're trying to be on the inside. Exactly. Did you fiddle it to Bill Murray? <laughs> Only twice. <laughs> but it wasn't in Lost in Translation, it was Caddyshack. <laughs> well, there you go. No, it's Groundhog's Day. That just, the movie does it for me. Okay, so what's your next one? <laughs> uh, my uh, Rule number three, uh, I guess would have to be stop making remakes and reimaginings. Yeah. Yes. Come up yeah. with some original stuff. God forbid. Yeah. I mean, I mean, tell a story. I mean, uh, it's like I see movies and I go, oh wow, what a wonderful story. It was wonderful the first time they told it. What yeah, I love absolutely. now is they're remaking movies that the people are going to see and don't even remember seeing the, didn't even see the original. Yeah. Like I guarantee you, half the audience of the new Total Recall movie wasn't even alive. I've seen no. I've seen the original Total Recall and I thought it was amazing. I, I love <laughs> the original. Yeah. And I was really kind of upset that they were doing it again. Uh, so was I. I mean, I well, well I, I kind of throw in my two cents on it with uh, with reboots and everything. <coughs> mm -hmm. I'm kind of okay with it as long as it's good. Mm -hmm. it, not some bullshit where it's like, okay, this yeah, was popular back in the day. Let's. That's See how this goes of, now. That's kind of in the eye of the ball holder, though. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the reason I'm just throwing that in there. It's my own two cents. Well, with Total Recall, I honestly I'd never really seen the original all the way through. It was one Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not that big of a fan. I'm a fan of Colin Farrell, though. The thing uh, is, is he doesn't make that movie. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. the rest of the cast it's and the everybody. It's the three girl. Yeah. The three. Yeah. It's the they they worked that into the remake. I know. The original writing was going to be a three testicle guy, but oh, jeez. <laughs> Now that would have got, caused all the whole bunch of fan people to go, No! It's wrong! <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. But, hey, but you know, I can tell, uh, there's, there's a line that uh, Colin Farrell says, you know, it's kind of like, you know, they're, you know, because he's being chased by his wife and stuff like that, he says, she goes, oh my god, that's your wife? And he goes, yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think you can consider us separated, right? And I'm like, no, that's wrong. It was much better in the original when... Uh, you know, uh, she goes, let's face it, we're married, like that, and she goes to pull a gun on him. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger blows Sharon Stone's head off and goes, spoiler, yeah, spoiler, <laughs> consider that the divorce. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's that just so much better. That, that, 
delivery, though, can only be delivered by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, I know. <laughs> they might have tried that, and it was like, you know, let's try it. Yeah, Colin, Colin Farrell's like, dude, Colin, you, you keep fucking it up. So he was like, I'm not Arnold. I can't do this. I'm, I'm not going to do this. Well, come on. Turn on your Irish charm. I, I always quote my mom, and, and it's funny because my mom is like my inspiration. But anyways, my mom has always told me that our generation is the generation without without a song because we were talking about songs at the moment. Yeah. But everything, everything that we do is trying to remake what somebody did better already. Oh, yeah. You exactly. know, there's just no originality to the way that our generation thinks. And it's going to be great in 30 years when they're remaking the movies that are coming out now. Remaking Death Race? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Death Race was a remake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, my. Remaking a remake? Well, I'm already scared about this. I mean, if, like, a Total Recall was enough. I mean, at least with a Total Recall, I'll just pretend that it's another movie. Oh, I don't think they're going to be twins. Oh, fucking A. They're redoing twins. No, they're sequels. They're making a sequel of it and adding Eddie Murphy to the... They're dropping a deuce on it. My final take on this would have to be for Hollywood to stop, you know, you know, making reality TV. You know, I, 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 I just, uh, I, I go to the movies and stuff to escape uh, oh, escape fun. reality. Actually, you know, to go with this now, you're going to hate me for this. I hate found footage fil uh, films. I, I'm mixed with you on that one. There's certain uh, found footage films where I want to put a bullet in my head, mm -hmm. and then there's some. I I will say this: Cloverfield is one of my favorite movies. That's the yeah, that, that was the original. That was the originator. No, which which project? Yes, yeah. true. That's the last broadcast. It was first the last broadcast, then the Blair Witch. Okay, but everybody's gone this route. They're making millions of dollars off doing very little, and I don't like to encourage that. Yeah, that's oh. exactly. <laughs> Did that. you see? Chronicle, because that was... That one was another one that did good. That did was well. amazing. I, I did not see Chronicle, but... I, I will let you I borrow think, it. All right. I think it... The thing is, with Chronicle and... Um, <clears throat> what was the other one? Uh, Cloverfield? They have the budget to back it up. Right. They're clearly... They're really, really good really 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 budget, because a lot of those, like Cloverfield and Chronicle, mm -hmm. their budgets were pretty small. Right. They had the great minds behind yeah. it. They did. Absolutely. Right. They did. AJ Abrams, you know, was Clover. involved with Cloverfield. Yeah. And it wasn't just somebody holding a camera going... You know, and then what was the movie? Oh, Safety House, or what's the one that's out now? Oh, uh, uh, Project uh, X. Project no, 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 no. That's the one with Safe the House. guy that's trying to get laid. No, what was it? Safety House with Denzel Washington. No, 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 no. There was another. Uh, there was another one that just recently came out. I think of Quiet House. Quiet House or something. Silent, Silent House. And yeah. Silent House is that's a found footage. Yes, it's, it is a found footage. Well, so is Chernobyl, isn't it? The Chernobyl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's from the same director of Paranormal. Oh, God. And Apollo 18 with space spiders. I can't make it yeah. through Paranormal Activity. I get 35 minutes into the movie and fall asleep. Uh, the ass attacks the camera. That's that's it. Oh. She And she also turns into a monster and attacks the camera. Yeah. Why does the demon attack the camera? I mean, come on. So, Hollywood, knock it the fuck off! Okay. Doug? <laughs> wow. How do you top that? <laughs> sorry. No, those should have gone last. Jesus. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, mine isn't so Read much. Read the new paper bag. Okay, I got it. Thank you, man. Mine isn't so much numerical rules. Yeah. I am referring to mine is the Declaration of Independence from Hollywood. Oh, yeah? Um, being that I'm an, I am an independent filmmaker myself, and I watch <laughs> a lot of indie movies, but what I'm getting really tired of is big studios like Universal or Paramount or Warner Brothers 
they make independent movies. But what they do is they just shortchange the budget on a movie and claim it's independent. Exactly. Right. Oh, it's a $2 million budget makes it independent. No, it, what makes it independent was a bunch of guys who got together. And did a fucking know, movie. Yeah. yeah. Raised investors, made a movie, or and then tried to sell it later. That's yeah. what makes it independent. And then on top of that, I don't like that where this new independent genre has come out where it's like, like paranormal activity or whatever. Yeah. Like, we're 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 gonna make everything cheap and digital and but we're doing gorilla and then we're gonna you know, and then they sell it to a studio or whatever. Like it's <coughs> independent filmmaking to me should be you get investors, mm -hmm. you make the movie, and you sell it yourself. Like, be your own project, like Kevin Smith did with Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Above all, have some integrity. Yes. That's what it is. That's a four-letter word in Hollywood. Yeah, integrity. integrity? They can define that fucking word. And the only thing with independent film I'm not exactly a fan of, and don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. I am a male. <laughs> I love nudity. Yes. Naked women is awesome. <laughs> but I hate this new thing where... If it's an independent movie, they work in some sort of nudity shot that makes no relevance to the freaking movie. Right, just well, the shock because, value. Yeah, it's the shock value. And and to be raunchy and edgy and, and all of the above is what they consider being independent. Like, Instead of having a good storyline and, and yeah. you know, and, and actually being creative, they just want to be raunchy. They want to see what they can get away with. Like, Mar there was this movie that came out... Um, Martha Marcy May, I can't remember. If, I can't remember. Yeah, the, the one with uh, Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen's uh, talented Elizabeth Olsen. It was actually really good. <laughs> it was a good movie, and I watched it. And there's a scene where they're laying out on the deck of this lake, her, her sister, and her sister's husband. And all of a sudden, she just gets up, takes her top off, and jumps in the water. No relevant no reason as to why. Just jumps in the water, topless, and swims around topless. Like really? Okay. What was the need for that? You've never had. Fresh water on your boobies while you're swimming around? Not exactly a booby person. Speaking of which, I mean, have, I mean do, do women have boobies anymore? I mean, I've seen like new shots. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. No, actually, they're probably before them fake. I don't know. Uh, it's just that uh, it's just nobody's got boobs anymore. Here's the other thing to kind of wrap up the declaration. Um, this is just sort of me going, you know, certain films should just be let, left dead. I don't like that when an actor comes out and a movie hits really big, a studio somehow finds a way to find one of their earlier movies that was a piece of exactly. crap and we release it because... Uh, and they throw their name on there. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh. Like Kristen Stewart with Catch, uh, or to catch, catch That Kid. Catch That Kid. I'm afraid I No, it came out, bombed, DVD stopped being printed, it was gone. Yeah, and Twilight. And Twilight comes out and all of a sudden every one of Kristen Stewart's fucking movies comes out. Yeah. And... Ugh. It's because Hollywood likes to control what the people think. Yeah. It's and all a business. That's it. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And if they they tell you who's popular, they tell you who's talented, you don't have a mind of your own. Uh -huh. You know, the more footage and the more um, stuff that you see of a particular actor or actress, they brainwash people. Mm -hmm. They exactly. just say, this is who... For instance, when Seth Rogen first came out, everybody <coughs> lost their shit. Oh, yeah. Geez, yeah. You know, don't get me wrong, he's a funny guy, and, and, and he's good in all of the above, but at the same time, um, they just bombard you with all of his stuff, and then everybody's like, Seth Rogen's amazing, this, that, and the other. And it's just so I'm, basically my wrap-up is, is, guys, if you have an inkling to make movies, and you want to, and you have art, and you feel your story is original, do it yourself. 
find friends, make contacts with people who have their own equipment, things like that. Make your movie, get it out there, and then go to festivals. You know, keep it independent. Like, don't buy into the Hollywood meat grinder and sell yourself out. I mean, eventually, yes, start making bigger budget movies. You know, things like that to make bills, but don't sell yourself short of a of a good opportunity to make a nice artistic piece. So we got the rage rant out of the way, uh, the independent film aspect of it, and I guess mine would be more... You just kind of just an overall... Uh, just kind of overall mm -hmm. business ideas and some, some personal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like my first one would be the redefining of a bomb. We actually kind of talked about that on a past yeah, episode. Yeah. <clears throat> to me, the rede redefinition of a bomb would have happen after two months of the DVD release. There you go. Because there's been multiple movies that, yes, they've tanked in the box office, and... They make their money back they, in DVD sales. Exactly, and then they warrant a sequel. Look at the Austin Power series. That, the Spy That Shagged Me would have never happened if that mm -hmm. first DVD didn't make bank. You Actually, it was VHS back then. It was VHS back Home then. Home video entertainment use. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Anchorman, the DVD sales skyrocketed on that one. I'm not looking forward to that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, sequel. Percy Jackson and also Kick-Ass. Percy Jackson was actually really good. That was a really good movie. When I heard they were getting a sequel, I was like, damn right. I think I'm related to Percy Jackson. Pussy Jackson? Pussy Jackson. Oh, okay. the I think I'm version. <laughs> Pussy Jackson and the Olympa Holders. <laughs> That's the porn name. Quick story is why I think I'm related to Percy Jackson. Be like a 30-second story. Go for it. So, I thought I broke my foot. I was center block. <laughs> Yeah, I pee the blood. <laughs> <laughs> You're the true lightning team. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I broke my foot. Center block dropped on it at school when we were cleaning up the midterm stages, and I had to actually basically sit in a wheelchair the rest of class. I had a hobble downstairs. She picked me up um, from school. That's Monique. Monique picked me up from school, and it was bruised and swollen, and I couldn't wiggle my toes. For all intents and purposes, we thought I was broken. So we decided to take me to the hospital. Well, I wanted to take a shower because I'd been sweating all day working. I was like, you know what, if they can put me in a cast, I don't want a dirty foot. I take a shower, I get out of the shower, and I start working my foot. Eventually, about 10 minutes later, I start jumping on said broken foot. <laughs> he did an Irish jig to prove to me that his foot was not broken. So I didn't have to go to the hospital. We went to Taco Bell instead. Taco Bell was better. I'm going to eat your cosmos, I'm going to eat your cosmos, I'm going to So water healed me. So I'm really uh, nice, nice alternative there. There you go. Uh, my next one uh, is kind of a basic one, but uh, I think a lot of movie fans would probably agree. Euro Bowl can still make movies, but only porno. Yeah. Well, Blood Rain was basically a porno. Exactly. That's the only reason I watch it. That's so give, against the jail cells. Oh, yeah. Christ. Take away his excuse for a plot and just let him do what he seems to be good at. Yes. And suck it. <laughs> uh, the next one on my list uh, would be the fact that not every book needs to be made into a fucking movie. Prime example, the supposed upcoming adaptation of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, yeah. How the fuck are they going to pull that off? Because from what I've heard, this is a fucking raunchy-ass book. I think they're going to split it into two movies, you 25 know. each. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only reason you I should be beating up for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I disagree with you on that yeah. is because there are a lot of amazing stories that, that sell really well um, off of the shelves and... If they can pull it off in, in a script, then, you know, they should. Okay. Not a lot of people can, can picture books, you know, maybe like you or I or, or Phil or Doug can, but, you know, th to give them a solid picture of what 
what they were reading. Well, that kind of comes to kind of a subclause to this whole not every book needs to be made into a movie. Mm -hmm. If it does, there's a price cap on the film rights to said book. Mm -hmm. It's only a set amount. You go to the author, you offer them the money. They don't want the money. Either the book made too much money and they feel like it deserves more. Not every book deserves more. Hunger Games. <laughs> or it just doesn't get made. And then those people that make those great small books that kind of fly under the radar and could use the larger medium of a film, they can get more money going for it. And then also, too, their book gets seen by more people. Yeah. Yeah. For instance, the, the book that, or the book that is being made into the movie, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Exactly. I thought that book should be a movie from day one. It, it was a great book. It was a fun read. It, you know, <coughs> it, just, it was really cool. There's a really fun book I read as a kid. It was called Codebreaker Kids. It's about these kids who want to be, like, help, like, use spy, spy stuff and yeah. Yeah. create secret codes and stuff. That would be a great kids film, kind of like in the spy kids genre. Exactly, yeah. I never saw it. I have not seen a decent interpretation of A Wrinkle in Time yet. Exactly, that'd be... You know, how come nobody touches that? It's cut, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think we have the technology to do yeah. that yet. Oh, still not? Still not. Well, no. we're not there? That's a shame, guys. I'm sorry, did I interrupt you on the first of the wall thing? I do not believe This is kind of an important one. Um, Rosalia Dawson, will you please lower the number of yards on a certain order? Um, <laughs> I just want a simple rejection for dinner, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's like a restraining order joke. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> my final one, it's kind of my, kind of a little bit of pet peeve, but also too, Hollywood needs to realize they don't need to encourage this behavior. Any celeb that has a public meltdown must step out of the spotlight for one year. As soon as they either hit rock bottom or don't die. <laughs> Christian Bell. Yes. Well, Christian Bell didn't hit that bad of rock. His was a private meltdown that leaked to the public. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking like freaking Charlie Sheen. Mel Gibson. I'm talking Mel Gibson too because the dude could take a little bit of a breather. Well, this was a public one because he did it to the cop. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. All the ones that are honest to God mental breakdowns, not a freaking Britney watch, not yeah, a kissy I, fit on set. No, <laughs> I totally agree with you because if, for instance, a athlete acts in a manner that is that's against his contract, they get suspended. There, yeah. there should be no reason that people who are in the limelight and being um, role models for children or teens or even adults at times, yeah. You know, shouldn't follow the same standards. It's yeah. the problem with that is when one of the hit shows on MTV is 16 and pregnant. What kind of behavior are we trying to encourage to our children, anyways? That's kind of true. So don't don't try to pump logic into this bullshit show. <laughs> <laughs> but also, too, with that being said, any infraction on the said one-year hiatus or how many-year hiatus, any infractions on this will be known as a, the winning clause, and another year will be added. And the studios that encouraged these actions by said celebrity, fines would be levied. But also, too, it won't be covered as fines because, as running Hollywood, we'd have a press conference saying the stu said studio is going to donate so much money to charity. Yeah. And they can back out of it because they back out of donating to charity. They look like bricks. We <laughs> <laughs> make a giant swear jar for Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the end of uh, my rules of Hollywood if an asteroid might hit the building where the people that run Hollywood are at. Um, <laughs> They're all in one building. Yeah. yeah. I wish they were, because then I could just hang out outside with like a, we'll work for food sign. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a lot easier.
So, and I guess that means that's it for our one-year episode. <laughs> so, uh, was it good for you? My butt's a little sore. Mine's great. Then that means it was good. Yes. With that being said, I thanks guess again. thanks again for listening and putting up for our sorry asses for 20 episodes, uh, episodes. for one full year. For one full year, yeah. Get ready for another fun-filled year. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going away. I'll work on my impersonations a little bit. <laughs> so there's only one way we can end these. And With our stupid game. We're resurrecting the one from the, the original episode. Mm-hmm. Which, like he said, is the stupid game. Mm-hmm. And what is the subject? The subject is little known facts about the one year panel. Ah, oh, crap. Yeah. yeah, you guys are going to be dragged into this mess. Yes, we are. <laughs> so we just uh, shoot random things out about well, 10 another. I always shoot random things out. <laughs> I usually shoot random things in your face, Doug. So <laughs> that's the first fact. There we go. Little known fact about Monique. She's actually two people, two midgets just kind of stacked on top of each other. Fuck, you're not supposed to tell anybody. <laughs> well, well, no, in fact, about Doug, he's been kicked out of several animal shelters for exposing himself to puppies. Hey, they like it. <laughs> little known fact about Josh. He makes his donuts with his pecker. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have eaten your donut bites. <laughs> <laughs> little known fact about Josh. My penis is bigger than his. And that's saying a lot. <laughs> well, no, in fact, about me, I have a bifurcated cock. You know, where they split it and it comes two cocks. Oh, oh my comes god. Comes two cocks? It becomes two cocks. Well, no, in fact, about myself, I bifurcated it with tweezers. Took a long time. That was, that was a long weekend. Little known fact about Monique, you should see her donuts. Big hole. Little known fact about Monique, her real name's Mel, as in the Mel version of Mel. That fucking sucked. <laughs> Just do it again. No, I'll, I'll keep the fucking suck. <laughs> it's like, what do you think about Josh? He sucks at this game. <laughs> yes. That's just known by everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Little known fact about Josh. He's on a Nazi memorabilia mailing list. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get off somehow. <laughs> Little known fact about Doug. He is the original Unabomber. Little known fact about Phil, he owns 12 inches of Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Little known fact about Doug, he only has one testicle and his na- name is the Uniballer. Ah! Resurrection, ah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact about me, I will never put my 12 inches of Dan in Josh. I appreciate that to the end of time. What do you mean again? Little known fact about Phil, he's been teabagged by a basketball player when the guy was dunking on him. Balls right to the forehead. <laughs> well, no fact about Monique, she cannot climax without watching the Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> Is that it? Um, <laughs> I, I think that was good. That was good. One. That was good. You're You're calling it? Call it. I'm calling it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. It was, it was a blast. Thanks for having me. And, uh...
listening to Nowhere California. Oh, my life. Look. 